Hello, dear listeners. My name is Sandrine Soub, and I am your host on the podcast Research Lives and Cultures. In this episode on the podcast, you will hear from Dr. Rhoda Hawkins. Rhoda is a physicist who I met when she worked at the University of Sheffield. Rhoda has changed institutes. She is now academic director for the African Institute of Mathematical Sciences. This is a Pan-African network of centers of excellence. You will hear from Rhoda in a period when she was balancing research and teaching. I hope you enjoy the wisdom that Rhoda shares from her own experiences of navigating the research environment. I'm Dr. Rhoda Hawkins, but to you I'm just Rhoda. I'm a lecturer in physics here at the University of Sheffield. And my interest in science goes way back to as a child. I grew up in a Christian family and saw the world around me as God's creation, so it must be good to study. And that started a real interest in studying the world around me through science. And when I was doing my GCSEs, that interest narrowed down to physics because I saw it as the most fundamental of the sciences. And I was particularly inspired by my GCSE physics teacher, who also had an influence on that choice of physics. I went to do my undergraduate um, in Oxford, and that was, well, if I'm honest, it was quite tough. Um, it's a tough course. It's a very competitive environment. And I got through partly thanks to a group of great friends. Um, but at the end of that, I wanted to do my PhD somewhere different. I'd always wanted to do a PhD, uh, but I decided I wanted to do a PhD in a different kind of environment. I was aware that um, leaving one of the best universities in the world wouldn't look great for my, my CV, but also there were advantages for my CV in going somewhere different and having a different environment and different experience. So I went to Leeds, and that was partly because I'd done a summer placement in Leeds So I knew it was the right supportive kind of environment that I was looking for. I wanted to do a postdoc abroad. That was partly because I'd got an interest in different people and different cultures, and I was interested in working abroad. Um, I'd wanted to go somewhere else in Europe rather than going somewhere like the US, partly because it was slightly closer to home if I wanted to come back to see family and friends, but also because I thought it would be really interesting culturally to be somewhere else um, in Europe. I didn't at that stage speak any other languages other than English, but I was interested in the idea of learning. And so I ended up going to Amsterdam. And that was a great environment in terms of the institute I was working in and the friends I had and the city I was living in. Um, but by the end of my time there, I was really struggling and actually questioning whether to stay in science. Um, my motivation for, for science was struggling, and that was partly due to uh, the project not going very well and not feeling very well supported by my supervisor. And so I was actually struggling at that stage, but I had already accepted to go to Paris for a second postdoc and I thought I'd give it another go and see what I thought in, in Paris. Um, and then I went to Paris and things completely turned around. I started loving science again and I realized the importance of working with people who I got on well with and working in an environment that suited me. And um, I really started loving science again. And so that was a point when I decided again to continue trying to uh, have a career in science after that um, 
time of questioning at the end of Amsterdam. So we moved to Paris and things really picked up and started loving science again. Whilst I was doing my PhD, I was also involved in teaching and I was doing tutorials and demonstrating and I found I really enjoyed it, really enjoyed helping students to understand something for the first time. And I found that even when my research wasn't going well, it was just a great chance to step out of that and to do something positive. And I found that that balance was something that suited me well. And as a postdoc in Amsterdam, I didn't do any teaching, partly because my Dutch wasn't good enough. And as a postdoc in Paris, I did very little teaching for similar reasons. Although near the end of the time I was in Paris, my supervisor went off on paternity leave and I had the opportunity to stand in for some of his teaching and prove that I could teach in French. And whilst I was a postdoc in Bristol, I had an unexpected opportunity when I was in South Africa on a research trip I was given the opportunity to stand in for a colleague I knew at last minute to give his lecture course that he was unable to give and that was an amazing opportunity that I grasped at it was difficult because I um, had to put things together at last minute Um, but it was a great opportunity and I really enjoyed that and just for me even now having that balance between research and teaching is is great I really enjoy the teaching side of it contact with students and sharing my passion for my subject with them I started applying for fellowships and lectureships when I was in Paris I was applying um, both in France and in Britain and it was quite a long drawn-out process I applied for lots of different things and um, had lots of failures Um, But along the way, I got lots of advice and encouragement from um, mentors, supervisors, old supervisors. And one of the pieces of advice um, that I got following a failed um, fellowship proposal was not to apply in the same place as an old supervisor is, even if that's not somewhere that I've been previously if the supervisor's moved, um, because it's important to show that you're independent. Another piece of advice that I got following um, failed applications was from somebody who had both looked at my fellowship application and a lectureship application at about the same time. And he surprised me by saying that I was closer to getting the lectureship than the fellowship. And at that point, I was seeing my fellowship applications as a means to an end. What I really wanted was a lectureship. And I thought that I needed to get a fellowship in order to get a lectureship. But he changed my thinking on that. And um, I realised that fellowships were really for um, people who were exceptional at research and that lectureships were not necessarily harder to get. And so I started focusing on applying for lectureships. I got demoralised along the way and um, at times felt like I was reaching the end of my tether in terms of applying. How long could I keep applying and keep having rejections? And my supervisor in Bristol was very um, encouraging, picking me, helping to pick me up when I was disappointed at rejections. And he said something to me that really stuck in my mind. He said, Rhoda, the people who get the academic jobs are not the best scientists. They're the ones who keep on applying. And he really encouraged me to keep being perseverant. And um, I eventually got my lectureship in Sheffield. I was really happy to get my lectureship. Um, It was what I'd always dreamed of. And it was great to start that new position. And I found that 
being a lecturer is so different from being a postdoctoral researcher. The different demands on my time, all the new things I was expected to do, in many ways, it's a very different job, but one I very much enjoy and something I'd aspired to. For example, it's got, it's more of a leadership role and that's something that I was aspiring to. And I really do enjoy the different aspects of it, uh, the teaching, the research, the admin, um, administrative aspects in terms of committees and leadership management. I find that the thing is, that's difficult is balancing all those different things, the different pressures and expectations on me and um, the expectations I put on myself in terms of the different things I want to do. That's difficult, but I really enjoy the role. As a woman in physics, I'm a minority. And sometimes that comes with um, difficulties. And one of the things I'd like to say is that I haven't up to now had the opportunity to start a family. And as a consequence of that, although that wasn't a choice, uh, it has given me real flexibility to be able to move around and move abroad, go to the places that are good for my research and to have that fantastic international experience. But for some of my colleagues, they have had to face difficult decisions in terms of um, balancing demands of family and demands of a scientific career. And that's something that um, I have no good answers to that. It, difficult decisions and questions, and it's for each person to think through for themselves um, what's right for them. I enjoy being a lecturer because I love the opportunity to be involved in research, finding out things about this world, both at the, at the level of basic science, but also at the level of potential applications that will make this world a better place. And I also enjoy teaching and helping students to discover this world for themselves. And my advice to anyone who's thinking about having a career in academia is, if this is really what you want, then persevere and you'll get there.